1: about to listen to a podcast full of wonder, excitement, and discovery. It's time for an adventure through Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome to the Adventures Through Odyssey podcast, Odyssey Re- Revisited. I'm Will here with John, and some people might be wondering, well, what are these two idiots doing talking about adventures in Odyssey? Let me tell you a little story. <laughs> in 2014, we started a podcast called an Adventure Through Odyssey, Odyssey Revisited. Give or take a give or take a year, something like that. Yes. And uh, one of the co-hosts, who is currently not here but might make a reappearance one day, convinced us to do the episodes out of order for some reason. And we did that. We never actually finished because life got busy. People kept falling in and out. And honestly, doing 12 episodes in one go was actually a little exasperating. Yeah. And and trying to reconvene every week. So we we tapered off. We did new episodes about the newer episodes being released. So we decided we're going to take it from the top start with episode one and go in order. Instead of albums, we're doing six episode chunks. So, you know, we're not gonna necessarily be in one album at all times. And uh, if you're on our Patreon page, you'll actually get to hear bonus episodes about non-Odyssey things. And by non-Odyssey things, I mean non-Odyssey radio things. So like, if you're paying $5 or more this month, you get to hear an episode about family portraits, meaning the seven family portraits episodes that were not later made into Odyssey episodes. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, my name is Will. I am the host and uh, brain trust of this show. I'm going to kind of...
2: Brain trust? Well, I don't even... What does that even mean?
1: I thought it sounded cool.
2: I, I feel like it could be a reference to something I have no idea about is the problem. I don't... That could know. be some weird, like, I don't, I don't even know.
1: And uh, here we've got John, who, if you're a fan of the original show, is back in full force, baby um look john is great he's going to be a lawyer at this time next year and we but he is also definitely the heavy commentary guy on this show
0: mm-hmm. so,
1: so he definitely has the most quotable moments maybe one day we'll start making t-shirts with his quotes on them but That's what this show is about. And actually, uh, something we're going to try to do now is a little off-the-top discussion. So if you'd like to email those to us, uh, it's odyssey at gmail.com. Anyone can do that. We might not take them. I'll just kind of shuffle through the ones I find the most interesting. And again, you can support us on our Patreon page, which the link for that is down in the description. And if you go listen to the first episode on this feed, it will tell you what the tiers are.
2: It could be a... uh, It could be about us nothing too personal about odyssey about i don't know like movies or anything you're interested in hearing about just a quick question for us to answer
1: absolutely all right so we're ready to kick it off with episode one yes all right wits flop davy holcomb learns that failure is important when wit shows them how to turn a failure into a great success yes um classic obviously it's a
2: good setup for odyssey except now this is forever ingrained in my mind so if if people recall at at the um in uh at the end of adventures in odyssey episodes and like when they re-release i think the first like 15 albums they'd have like special behind the scenes features and they talked about like inaccuracies and forever ingrained in my head is when they talked about in Wits' Whip's flop, like a, a wit characteristic through the early years was wit would be like, well, I don't believe anything's a coincidence. And in this one, he just, uh, Davy's like, but it broke. And
1: Wits like, well, that's just a coincidence. <laughs> yes, I do agree. That is a uh, standout Odyssey goof. And I, I don't know, I feel like Wit still talks about things not being coincidental, I, I mean, I'm not one of those fanboys who thinks they need to go back and re-edit it, but you're definitely right. Uh, Sorry, that's just, for some reason, when I think of
2: that episode, that whole thing, because I Chris was always like, whoops, we made a goof.
1: That You're right. Okay, so I, for a first episode, I actually think this is better than what the original first episode was going to be, and we'll circle back to what that is, because I'm pretty sure it's in this group of six. Uh, it's fine it's a good introduce wit introduce tom here are some kids i'll never see any of those kids again except davy comes back for <laughs> one episode years later
2: this is when they kind of had an ensemble i mean the first few albums when they had like an ensemble of kids done by like the same voice actors
1: well i would just like to say because i'm on the wiki which is a uh, website i love to use for this almost all of the first 50 episodes have this trivia note in the early days the regular cast aside from wit and tom was constantly shifting as a result it wasn't uncommon for characters to appear only in a couple of episodes and actors usually found themselves playing a different character every episode so Mm -hmm. yeah it's not a problem but actually i don't think did davy ever come back to play anybody the voice actor i mean
2: i don't know i mean this is his voice actor on this wiki page you're on
1: yeah, I'm looking. Um, he was also an episode in Mike Makes It Right, and The Adventure of the Adventure, which I'm pretty sure is a making of episode. Okay,
2: so. But it is it is a good introduction. I mean, it it sets up a lot. Of, I mean, it sets up Wit's End, and it's focused on like inventions and wit, like having in, different inventions. It sets up like Wit as like a a good as like a character. It kind of sets up like the kid focus of the show a lot of the times. At least in the earlier years. Um, Oh. Oh, yeah. And I think it does a really good job of introducing it. I think it's a pretty, you know, relatable problem. It talks about, like, failure, but, like, how failures can be beneficial. I would agree with that. You know, I think... I think it's funny that, though, they were very focused on the continuity of this episode for a long time, where they kept talking about how Wits End makes pizzas, I feel like, for, like, a few years after this, where it's like, yeah, like, you can make a pizza here. Like, there's a pizza machine. Maybe that was to justify selling
1: it in Colorado.
2: Oh, I forgot they did sell
1: pizza. But I feel
2: like, well, my guess is they did not build Wits for Like, don't you think Wits was probably in, like, Colorado was built in, like, the late 80s early well, 90s
1: i'm gonna say early 90s because all the designs are the video characters
2: yeah, yeah yeah but it's like it's definitely i i don't think it's particularly like um i i think they probably didn't have uh the pizza there then i think they were just like ah oh, like this is our first episode i think i mean Obviously, when you have a show not as early, you're able to keep some of this continuity stuff together easier. That, like, wit, Witsend has this thing, and let's like remind people to like make it more of a connected world.
1: I would absolutely agree with that. <clears throat> I will also say, looking at the wiki, several minutes of this episode got cut when it went to Adventures in Odyssey because, you know, the show was originally called Odyssey USA, but they wanted it to appeal to everyone. So it looks like most of it is the uh, Cold Open was changed to it being Chris, a father and daughter and it was changed to the chris and the plumber and it looks like there were just a couple of lines of dialogue cut to make the episode feel faster paced
2: okay that makes sense now so, here here's my question though Out usa maybe we'll talk about this more in depth but did they just i would assume the only other place they really distributed this was canada
1: probably
2: like, that would Vancouver, actually be a really... Vancouver BC v 6 z 4 4G3.
1: You are right. I would actually... That was something we should look up in between episodes, where they've distributed Odyssey.
2: I mean, I'm sure they've, like, sent some Elva, like episodes to other things, but I, I just... I don't see it being anywhere outside of US and Canada, but maybe I'm wrong. I,
1: I don't know. Maybe some of those countries they visit in the club episodes.
2: We've already gotten distracted. It's the You're first right. episode of the new run.
1: I know. We're already off, but no, I think this is a solid first episode. Is it it gonna make anyone's top 10? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I don't want anyone to yell at me for this being their favorite episode of all time. Uh, You can definitely tell there's still kind of coming out of the family portraits. Let's make make it a, a little simpler, but it's already got some of that Odyssey wackiness that family portraits didn't have in that. They turn a copy machine into a pizza oven. So it's already like, this is a little more kid focused as you'll hear later in the month. If you're a patron, Family Portrait is definitely a lot more grounded and down to earth. Yeah. All right, so episode two, Life of the Party. Craig Moorhead's middle school friends like having him around because he makes him laugh. them laugh. However, when Craig faces a problem that isn't funny at all and his friends aren't so friendly anymore, he realizes that just having a sense of humor isn't enough to keep his friends interesting description of that episode
2: (laughs) it is an interesting description I always forget this is like episode two I mean like I have a thing that like that's an early episode but it's just it's it's always funny when I like hear about it. it's like oh yeah that was episode two of the series I mean one it's a little at times like I feel like there's more at at least in the kid's perspective like the kid thinks that like his parents are like like moving that like the marriage isn't in good straits almost
1: yes but I do but I, I feel like they play this as kind of a general kid problem although has he never seen his parents fight before
2: well that's always a thing in children's media though that's like Odyssey does that another time remember like when Donna Barkley sees her parents fight well
1: right but that episode you buy it a little more i would say
2: it's true but i i do feel like it's this kind of continuing uh thing
1: yes Um, this is the first appearance of david griffin the voice of jimmy jimmy barkley
2: big big moment i mean it it is it is funny because i think more so like Jimmy's so recognizable that in these early albums, you're like, "Oh, it's Jimmy." It's like, "Oh wait, no, it's not Jimmy." Right. Like it's it's um it it's just always funny to me because it is in my head. It's like very much just like, oh, okay, like yeah Sorry, I trailed off.
1: Oh no. So my my only thing about the synopsis of this episode. Uh, They make it sound like his friends abandon him when he suddenly needs help and isn't funny anymore. And I guess him not wanting to tell a joke and the kids kind of being like, come on, tell a joke. Is the friends abandoning him?
2: It does seem a little dramatic to say that. Like, I feel like, here's the thing. I think the kids are in the wrong to just be like, why won't you tell us a joke? But it's also like, he's like saying, I don't want to tell a joke right now. And it's...
1: It, I I would also make an argument, if the story of him making the joke about the parents' divorce had gotten around and everybody was mad at him, that might be a better version of this episode.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're trying to keep it simpler. And I guess the the realization, when it's more focused on kids, the realization that, like, oh, your friends aren't able to help you if you're not being funny, and like and they may, like, abandon you. But it's also hard, because these kids are probably, like, what, 10? Like eight to like eight to eleven years old. And I yeah. don't know how many kids that age, especially like boys, not not to be rude, would have like that much empathy for like like another boy being like, I'm really sad right now and I'm not in the mood to be funny.
1: I would concur with that. So You know. Right. I, I and again, I think this is a good follow-up. We get a little more development of Wit and Tom. And they're dynamic. We get to see some more kids. They're clearly test piloting some stuff. They're still not 100% out of the family portraits of every episode is going to have a different cast of characters outside of Wit and Tom. Mm-hmm. But a, a trivia note, the original part title of this episode was The Tears of a Clown. Which... Uh,
2: I feel like they were trying really hard. They were like, you know, wits flop. It's like, okay, that's fine. Kind of comes to town. Gifts from a magic guy. And they were like, huh, what should we call this? Someone probably was like, ah, huh, this like, like, that's such a try hard name.
1: Yes, I, I would agree. I think it's a reference to a song. So. Oh, still, though. Absolutely. All right. Episode three lights out at wit's end. A huge power failure leaves Odyssey without any light. Several kids stranded at wit's end find out what life of electricity is all about and how much fun it can be.
2: Um, classically missing band gone episode.
1: Yes. So this is actually something I wanted to bring up. A lot of older shows have missing media or missing episodes. And I would actually say, and this is an episode they keep talking about willingly kind of removing some officer Harley. And, the Simpsons, when they got rid of the Michael Jackson episode from Disney Plus, said it's our history. We can remove a page if we want to, which I don't disagree with. But I do always feel like Adventures in Odyssey, when they did those re-releases of the old episodes and did the making of, would always talk about the Harley stuff. So it wasn't like their dirty little secret. It was, hey, we're we're going to admit this, but then not release the episodes for years.
2: It is funny, I think, in that regard. Like, I get their reasoning with Harley. Like, you know, they don't. Which I mean, I mean. um. I wonder how that would go off now. Like something like Harley would go off now. Um, Yeah. But I feel like right they always talked about this stuff or like would talk about like oh like lights out of wit's End, and like the harley episodes how we had to replace them and it's like if you just want to like ignore these episodes stop talking about them i get like when they're like talk candidly about it but it's just kind of like hard to do that
1: yes and i mm, will get back to the ending of this episode in a minute because i feel like that's the one thing everyone remembers about the episode um I don't know if this is an episode about them learning what life without electricity is all about, but it is a super quaint episode to think about where, like, the kids are super excited to be in a movie because, you know, now everyone has that on their phone or their game console, so. Yeah. Shooting a big film like that isn't a big deal. They have to call the kids, although, again, Wit coming out and saying, we're so glad you're all here tonight, but you won't let us go home! is a great (laughs) early Odyssey comedy moment.
2: It is a really great moment.
1: Yeah. And I also forgot how little of this episode is the actual play. Like, it's an 18... It's like a 20-minute episode, and the first 12 minutes are setting it up, showing how to do things without light, which, actually, that was one thing. When he shows them how to make a floodlight, I was this feels like it needs to have a video component so we can see how he did it, because that feels like a fun art and craft thing old Christian media for Sunday School used to have.
2: Well, maybe that was almost the idea. I mean, I wonder, I wonder if something like that would have been... I don't know if, like, Focus had, like... Like a magazine or like a kids' magazine. I mean, I know. Well, they did. They had the one.
1: They have Clubhouse. I don't know if that existed yet.
2: Yeah. But like, it does seem like something where like maybe it was like, if it had been at the same time, they were like, oh, here's how to specifically show making the floodlights.
1: Right. Exactly. Now, and we're going to do kind of a Harley scale as we go through these episodes. Uh, if you listen to our original show, I think we did say at one point, we never understood the Officer Harley thing because he was a goofy character who happened to be a cop in the same way Wooten's a goofy character who happened to be a mailman. re listening to some of these? I'm retracting that statement. (laughs) This is not one of those episodes. Like, he's just kind of being silly and there's a few references to him being a police officer, but...
2: You know, I'm going to make a bold statement. Yes. They should remake... Not beat for beat but they should like remake this episode Hmm. for like uh, like solely because i think it's funny because um definitely like the focus on like electrical power and high-tech equipment but now like that's so ingratiated in like society yes I'd be really curious to see how they uh, approach this. I'd be curious if they would even want to do an episode like this anymore, because it does feel like like a product of its time in which it was like, oh, like, um, like it's a product of its time where they're like, oh, get off electronics and stuff. And I think that's still a thing to some extent, but definitely in some respects, it's more like, oh, just get off this aspect of it. But even like kids are so connected to technology that odyssey itself is now not on the radio it's on a phone app yeah on a phone app so i it would just be really curious to see how odyssey would tackle an episode
1: like this now so here's what i think you do for that you know how in the club episodes they really like to promote different organizations yeah so do an episode with 30-hour famine because some churches are now doing like also a 30-hour technology famine because that affects mm. the kids more than not being able to eat for 30 hours. So, and then just do, have them have no technology at wit's end. And maybe, like, the power goes out or something just to really recreate the episode. But I, if you wanted to do a modern version of it, I think that's the way you do it.
2: I think that would be a good way to go about it. Because I do think the problem... I mean, like, I guess the problem nowadays is even if the power went out, people have phones like with like have so many battery powered devices that it probably wouldn't even be that like. Like that stressful, like like the phones are like, oh, I'm going to call my parents to come get me or like I'm going to do this, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. All right. So uh, is it time to talk about the elephant in the room? What? The ending.
2: Oh, the rap.
1: Yeah, so I remember on the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast, somebody asked, like, why don't you ever re-release Lights Out at Wits End? And they play part of the rap. And I think for years it was just like, oh, it's a Harley episode. That's why they've never re-released it. Like, the rap is so embarrassing. But, well, then they re-released it all on the app anyway, so.
2: Um. I know, I feel like that was just kind of like they were like, eh, we don't feel like re-releasing it because of.
1: <laughs> well, It is also a Harley episode, so I kind of get it turns into why re-release this one, but not another one.
2: Well, but I feel like Harley... I feel like they talk about, like, oh, we, like, scrubbed Harley. But Harley's in, like,
1: several... I heard, like, growing up, I've heard Harley episodes. He was definitely in Recollections, but he was not playing a goofy police officer. He was a city councilman or something.
2: Or wait, he was a police
1: officer, but he wasn't a goofball.
2: Right, I feel like... I feel like he's still definitely like if you were an Odyssey fan, like you would know who Harley is, which I think is why they finally dropped. It's funny, though. I like looking up. I never seen the cover for the Harley collection.
1: Yeah. I mean, really, it just looks like one of it's not an old Odyssey album. I know that. I believe it's from a Clubhouse magazine or something like that.
2: Is But he's not even in the image, is he? No, he's not. Which is funny. I mean, maybe there's no official art of him.
1: Just reuse Harlow Doyle.
2: I know. I mean, that's essentially what it was. Like Harlow Doyle was, which we'll probably talk about that more.
1: Yes. So I have thoughts about the rap other than I feel like it's part of that whole, you know, focus on the family at that time was trying to do like if we're going to tell and this is. Me paraphrasing something. If we're gonna tell people, you know, not to watch secular TV, we might as well give them an alternative. So this feels kind of like the Christian media being like, we can roll with the secular media and do a rap. Yeah. I, also, I also think it was 87, so this was a pre-VeggieTales world where releasing CDs of all your songs was lucrative. I do wonder if at one point they were thinking, like, maybe we'll do an Odyssey soundtrack or something, and this will be on there.
2: Maybe I feel like they were all I mean, the whole like attitude towards rap, I feel like I mean, I wasn't even born <laughs> like when the, I was I was I was born like 10 years after this episode came out. But just looking at stuff from that era, like rap, and I, I guess like also probably in the 90s, like people perception of that. It's like very hard. <laughs> hard to understand because at one point like all these like parents were like oh rap so bad like it has such bad language like all this stuff but at the same time it's like we're gonna try to like be cool and emulate it it's like people couldn't really get on the same like it's like people like this is bad but it's like but the kids think it's cool
1: exactly so i i also just think that because the rap is so isolated from almost everything else in the episode like like it'll be very easy to pull that out and stick it on a cassette with five other Odyssey songs.
2: It's true. What exactly. a what a what a soundtrack that. I mean, they finally did that later on,
1: but with Eugene sings. Right. I just wonder, like, and this might be something we could interview some older Odyssey people on, was their intention to have more songs in the show so they had some marketable soundtracks. What was what was the thought behind the rap? Exactly. I'm sure Phil Lawler would love to talk about that. <laughs> Did he write this episode? Yes, he did. Also, well, you know, we
2: talk about how they've kind of been... Like, the argument is this episode never got released because they were embarrassed. Yes. But while watching this episode, I think I know the real reason they never released this episode. The rap? No. I think it's because it propagates an an old Earth theory of, of evolution... Because it literally like has a caveman in their in their radio in their little play that it's like, oh yeah, this like pre man form like this like pre-man that doesn't fit with biblical evolution. <laughs> like the like the pure like uh young earth theory of evolution. <laughs>
1: I just want everyone to know, this is an addendum we recorded, like, two weeks later, because John re-listened to the episode, and he said he had something he needed to get off his chest. Yeah. That was that was totally Will, worth I, it. I know,
2: like, well, I know, like, I'm making a joke about this, but I think that's legit part of the reason. Wouldn't, like, the real big, like, debate in the church
1: about young Earth, older, Earth, like, literal interpretation of Genesis probably have been heating up around the 80s? You know, that probably would have been a big thing in evangelical churches. You you are right. We were laughing about it. But that does sort of feel like a reason they wouldn't mention. So- like, I think there's a lot of reasons the episode, but I'm
2: kind of convinced after listening to that, where they have like a little five, like a three to five minute section about like a caveman talking about like communication and like a weird mel brooks caveman talking about communication and like i have to think part of it people were sending in, it and it's like are you like perpetuating
1: an older theory by arguing that like caveman's existed yeah because i feel like lights out at wood's end gets brought up because the rap is so funny there's an harley episode we'll talk about next time that uh has never been discussed and i think there's a reason yeah You'll know which one, I'll bring it up when we get there. But anyway, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com/purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
1: Episode 4, if the wiki will choose to load it for me, Connie comes to town. Witsend is packed with so many customers, Wick can't handle it by himself. Fortunately, a young girl by the name of Connie Kendall comes to work for him when he tries to earn, when she tries to earn some money to return home to California
2: i mean introduces you know classic one of the biggest odyssey characters connie yes um you know i think it is an interesting introduction to her because it she is very different even i think like ignoring like some of the like not just the fact that she's not a christian But it, it, I mean, and part of it is, like, the transformation. It's hard to, though, like, to introduce this character, like, to look at Connie in the first episode and Connie now, not even, like, in terms of, like, being a Christian or not. Just personality-wise, it's kind of striking how
1: different she is. Yes, I would totally agree with you on that.
2: And, like, I think you see very quickly they kind of do, like, her some of her more over-the-top, like, freaking-out stuff. But in this, she plays a very just kind of, like chill character almost in some respects i mean she takes she gets i guess more freaked out near the end yeah when like the whole situation comes out but it i don't know there's something about it that seems a little more like she's more cool like they're trying to make her this cool character
1: and based on all the making of stuff that was the intention like she's a little older than the target audience so we can have her come in to be a little cool although you know now we've got mom, Connie, in the recent episodes, so I don't know how yeah. well that worked. But uh, this was also supposed to be the first episode, but Katie Lee had just given birth, so they switched it with Wit's flop. So I think that was the better decision. I think it
2: was the better decision, too, because then the whole show would be, instead of focused on, like, like Wit and, like, the kids... And, like, not that the show's not focused on Connie. It's obviously focused on Connie for a lot of it. But, like, it would have been questionable because then you would have had an episode being, like, Connie and this character, and then it would have really seemed like the show's about her growth only as, like, the main story arc.
1: I I was about to say, like, it becomes more of a Connie show, and not in a bad way, but I do think starting off with, like, here's some Wit Tom kids adventures uh, lands a little better than here's Connie, and then we don't... Cause we don't really see her again for a few episodes <laughs> or she doesn't play yeah. a key role for a few episodes. And I'm not saying that would have confused audiences. They probably would have gotten it. Cause it's called adventures in odyssey, not Connie's adventures and odyssey. Yeah. But, <clears throat> and we'll talk more about Connie's arc as it goes along. I like the idea of telling some of the older people in the audience about, you know, younger people will look up to you. I do wonder if the episode should have also maybe had a nudge of, to the younger people, like just because you look up to someone doesn't mean they're infallible.
0: Yeah. Going over everything one more time just to make sure.
2: It is. I mean, it 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 is an interesting, I guess, episode in the sense where It is very focused on, like... I like the idea that it's, like, you should focus on trying to find happiness where you are and not, like, reaching for these other things. Yes. I do think it's funny because it is viewing, like, California... Okay, here's the thing, though. At this point in time, like, part of me wants to say it was... They were, like, oh, California, like, it's, like... Like, if I... If they did this now and we're talking about, like, oh, like, California, like, she wants to go to California. Like, I feel like there would have been this perception about, like... Oh, it's because it's like like not as Christian or liberal. But I think at this time, California wouldn't have been considered particularly b- blue red state. So like it's just funny, like thinking about it from that perspective. They also record Odyssey in California. so oh, okay. that's that makes it funnier. But like, I like part of me today, if they had like introduced a character, she's like, she wants to go home wait where does where does Connie's sister live? California? Okay, I guess like part of me like it's just like that's they made the decision that like Connie's family's from California and that's just the way it is for some reason. I feel like if that was strictly made today, I would like think they were like talking about like because California like represents like like secular culture, but that's not necessarily the case then it's just it's just like a funny time thing. They didn't know how like how, how much California would change.
1: That is a good point. Yeah, 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 a good episode. Again, I think it's in a good spot, especially before we move into these last two Christmas episodes, starting with gifts for Madge and Guy. Wit tells the people in Wit's End the story of Madge and Guy, a couple who are willing to sacrifice their most treasured possessions for one another.
2: You know, looking at like Modern Odyssey... And like the club episodes, it's good to remember that Odyssey was stealing stories from literature far earlier than I give them than like I remember. Well, they they were always doing that even before the club episodes. Well, if you don't count the Bible, okay, true. Which, not technically literature in that sense, but like, you know, hmm. yes. Not trying to not trying to say oh Henry stories are on the same level as the Bible. It's just like it's it's just funny because like i feel like in some of our older episodes we complain like ah they're just copying an episode but it's like yeah they did this back then too which i mean oh henry's gift of the magi is pretty famous story
1: right but i think i think it might be a lot of kids first exposure to it that's the thing it definitely was my first exposure to it what not the mickey mouse short is there a mickey mouse short it's in mickey's once upon a christmas but it was also the middle segment so i would not be surprised if you don't remember it is it the middle segment? Yes, because the Donald Duck and his nephews is Christmas every day. Then the Goofy Max story is basically just a new episode of Goof Troop where Goofy has to convince Max Santa is real.
2: Well, what's the last one?
1: The Goofy and Max one.
2: Oh, I thought that was earlier for some reason. So we're gonna get a we're gonna get an email about how you got the order wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Um, but I mean, here's the problem. It's a pretty fine version of the story. Is this the first uh, instance in like the show order of uh, Will Ryan? No, because he was the dad in Life of the Party. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I remember. He was doing
1: the Eugene voice there too.
2: Yeah, it's here's the thing. It's a fine episode. I mean, it's hard because it's like if you know the story, it's like a fine version. I think the thing about like how poor they are, like, oh, their deck's gone It's like, weird.
1: Yes, this was actually another thing Odyssey would do a lot, and I think they're more guilty of it in the club episodes where they make the story significantly sillier.
2: Well, I think you can make the story silly, but what a weird joke that is so hard to picture. Like, their deck's, like, their, like, porch or something is gone, and she's, like, lying on the ground. It's, like, such a non- a audible joke. Yes, I would agree.
1: Because, like, it's, yeah, it's, well like it's a, clearly it's, still on the ground.
2: It's like, it's way more of a, of a visual joke. So, I mean, and I guess it's earlier on in the process, but it's just, like, I feel like I was always confused as a kid. I'm like, wait, what's going on here?
1: Yes, I, I, I do agree with that. But. No. So. it's it's fine. It is definitely the, again, like we've said, the first And someone tells a story but I think it's good. I understand this is probably so they can write a little less of a script and go home for Christmas, but yeah. Speaking of which, the next episode chooses to load for me, the day after Christmas, Allie McNeil goes with oh, Annie McNeil goes with Wit to foster get to the Foster Creek ghetto. Unfortunately, Annie falls into some danger when a gang starts causing trouble around one of the neighborhoods. <laughs>
2: I I remember this, like, I remember listening to this episode, I feel like, quite a bit. And it I think it's a decent episode, but it is, like, it's, like, kind of weird.
1: Yes. I mean, we, you know, we've all said it, like, should Wit be taking a girl to the ghetto without her parents there? I know he calls the parents, but... I feel like they wouldn't be called a ghetto nowadays. <laughs> I, I was about to say, like, you'll probably just be like, oh, we're going to Connellsville to help some of the underprivileged people.
2: Yeah. Um, one, the fact that, like, they get separated and, yeah. like,
1: um, it's so weird, yes. you know? Now, I do think the relationship between her and that woman is very sweet. Yeah. I... Question why the woman doesn't like help her get back until Witch shows up.
2: I agree. I mean, it's just such a weird like context. For, right, this day it would be like in Connellsville, and that's like very like established.
1: Right, and she like maybe gets into an adventure of someone who's at the not the home, what's it called? The soup kitchen or something.
2: Right, like I feel like a kid her age. Would be very like kind of freaked out. Um I feel like she would be freaked out to go with a stranger. It would be different if they went to the place, met up like a friend, and then they decide to go out and then yeah. that happens.
1: Yeah, so I, I I know the way we're talking about this kind of makes us fall into this category. This is something that the first year of Odyssey has a problem with that I would call aggressive Christian white privilege. <laughs>
2: we're starting off strong
1: we're just like they're pulling into the place and annie's like i want to go home we'll be going home soon enough annie like even wit's kind of like weird about it
2: right i mean the whole episode's weird i mean it's like just one of those things that i'm i wonder if they got like things about it because they don't ever foster creek ghetto from what i know never shows up again like they never like use like that kind of like setting or language
1: But it's not a banned episode,
2: so. Right, it's not, like, horrible, but it is, like, very distinctive. I feel like, let me say this. I also feel like the setup is weird for Annie McNeil. That it's, like, she's bored the day after Christmas by getting everything she wanted.
1: I would agree with that like I do
2: get like I think there is a thing with like gifts as a kid that sometimes you can be bored later in the day like you get so many it's almost like you get so many gifts you don't know what to do and then like right. the thrill of like the uh the thrill yeah. of it all's over yeah but um it just seems kind of like like one that she's just walking to wits end seemingly like no one else is there
1: that's actually a good point. Whits end is open the day after Christmas and Wits just going to this place. Obviously good for him for doing that. But yeah, I also I agree. This is actually kind of a good, a good different message for an episode to have. Granted, our extended family had three day Christmas marathon. So by the time Chris day three was over, we were ready for Christmas to end. So mm-hmm. we had a very opposite situation.
2: Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like here's the thing. I I do feel like this is, like, a kind of unsettling episode, too, where they're like, like, okay, it's like the day after Christmas in broad daylight, and obviously this does happen at places, but that these kids are just smashing up these windows and, like...
1: Yes. I think that's another thing I mean by Odyssey, sometimes aggressive white privilege, that they sometimes paint the poorer areas as constantly full of vagrants.
2: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think it's a little, I think it's, I think it's just a bit much to, like, go to that extremes, like, and obviously that stuff does happen, but it's just kind of weird how it's portrayed.
1: Agreed. All right, I think that wraps up these first six episodes of Adventures in Odyssey, unless anyone else has anything.
2: No, I mean, anyone else, you mean me? I guess you're right. No, I think it's uh, pretty good. At Parker,
0: our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
2: Is there any standout
1: episode you would say from these six? I did have one other note about the day after Christmas that they don't touch on that bothered me. You know, the woman Annie meets, Mrs. Rossini seems to have had like a pretty decent life leading up to this point and they never do actually tell you how she ended up there now maybe they don't want to say don't do this kids or you'll end up in the ghetto but it did seem a little like maybe we could talk a little more about how misfortune sometimes does befall people
2: yeah i think that could have been i think it could have been an interesting moment even if it's just like how it? I mean, here's here's the problem. You then have something be like, well, I did everything right, but it all just fell apart. So you're like, oh, this person doesn't deserve to be in this situation. Instead of being like, I made a lot of wrong choices. Like I don't know. I feel like that's also like a slippery slope, one way or another.
1: Yeah, you're probably right.
2: You okay. Know, so... wait.
1: Oh, go ahead. No, no, no I was done. So I was going to say, I mean, the standout of this episode is probably Connie Comes to Town. I don't want to say it's the closest to the modern episodes, but it's definitely where they're starting to figure out the direction.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll i I'll definitely say probably Connie Co- Comes to Town is the best in these six episodes. I do think Wits Flop is impressive, because I think you could have that episode way later in the Odyssey line of episodes, and it would feel in place. Yeah, it would I not feel like I feel like, like a the pilot. day after Christmas, I think... Um, you know, I think the, I think Lights Out with Wits End even doesn't necessarily, I mean, fits maybe a little better than that, but I think, like, the day after Christmas and Life of the Party would feel a little weird if they were done late. Like, how the, like, the feel of the
1: episode. I would agree with that. And Those, are two, Magic,
2: very, those are two very heavy episodes.
1: They're very heavy, and Odyssey had not quite figured out heavy episodes yet. Yeah. Okay, so that wraps up this episode. Join us in a little bit for our next six episodes. And if you want to follow us on Patreon, please go do that. Link is in the description. For a dollar a month, you get these episodes three whole days early. And for $5 a month, you can hear us discussing family portraits at the end of the month of July. So I'm Will.